Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Good morning, viewers. My name is Bode Radebo. Welcome to Tuesday edition of Inside Nigeria here at the Leadership Television. With me in the studio this morning is our regular guest analyst, Atekojo Samson Osma. He is a journalist, lawyer, and public affairs analyst. Good morning, Mr. Usman. Yeah, good morning. It's a pleasure having me once again. Thank you. It's also important to tell viewers that Mr. Tekoji worked for Daily Post newspaper. Well, without much ado, we start today's program with analysis of the lead stories on some national activities before discussion of a trending story of the day. And without wasting our time, let's start as usual with Nigeria's most influential newspaper, The Leadership. On the front page of leadership this morning, NDLDA indicts Abakari for other cops of drug trafficking. NDLDA indicts Abakari for other cops of drug trafficking. Suspects arrested. This great super cop is a member of transnational drug cartel. We have evidence to jail him, according to the National Drug Law Enforcement Agency, NDLDA. Mr. Osman, this is one story too many yesterday, you know, like the Yorubas we say, when you are still trying to get rid of something and something else is happening, you know, in a similar and nature. Abakari, before now, is under uh, investigation and nothing uh, has been done about it. Just from the blues again, the NDLA declared him uh, wanted after attempts to talk to him, they invited him, I think, on two occasions. He didn't honor the invitation and they were forced to declare him unwanted. Now, let me ask you, what do you make of this story? A super a Nigerian super cop indicted for drug trafficking. Yeah. But in first and foremost, uh, I must commend the, the, the National Drug Law, drug law Enforcement. Agency because for the past or very one year now that uh, the Brigadier General Obama became the chairman and the chief executive officer, he has put life into that uh, agency. Surprisingly, I didn't know that uh, such agency can be so active, uh, given that uh, government agencies are not too vibrant in what they do for one reason or the other. But in the last one year, I, I think I must commend the man. And you know, the issue of uh, Abakari is a uh, very unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. You see, within the ambit of his responsibility as a police officer, he was doing fantastically well until uh, he fell into one issue or the other that led to that is a suspension, which was still ongoing. You remember the case he has with uh, that uh, internet defroster? He has to be involving 1.1 million dollars and it was inducted. And again, uh, the, the United States of America you know, declared him wanted and later requested for his uh, extradition. And he processed that the government was still going about it uh -huh. until we had this uh, very, uh, very compulsive story about him yesterday. That uh, he was declared water and before 
see Jagrobisi. He was a grab. The way he also used to grab others. <laughs> so as we speak, he's in the custody of a NDLE. As the hunter became the hunter. You see, and it's very, it's, it's very sad. You know, given the nature of drug trafficking, getting involved in cartels, and then you, you discover that, that that may not be the first time that he has done this thing. Or they say there's a cartel that operated between uh, Nigeria. Okay, between Nigeria, Ethiopia, and Brazil. And uh, the elderly were so smart, because I took time to go to the report. So smart that when he became interested in the particular cocaine okay, that he wanted to just get away from their stock, from their stock. So they now some monitoring. That tells you how effective this was. To the extent that when he was everything he was doing, negotiating. When he traveled to Lagos, I was making a WhatsApp call, another thing. They recorded everything. And when he wanted to send somebody, they said, No, that he seen. They recorded everything. And if we can only now keep, you know, they had a the good time to discuss in the, the restaurants. And uh, the vehicle that was used was uh, mounted with uh, you know, cameras and other things. If it is in court now, by the time it's taken to court, these are prima facie evidence that will be tendered before the court. So, definitely, it's a, it's a sad story. And it tells you how rotten our security system is. This is not the first time I used to tell you. That if you see crime, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cutting across all security agencies. Exactly. See, if you see crime, be perpetuated at the highest level. Security conspiracy is inherent in it. It's too talk about it. And security agencies are trained to unveil, are trained to investigate, are trained to to, to, to be able to discover certain entities. But if they are the one now committing this, it becomes very, very difficult. As time goes on, you are going to see a lot of things going on. A lot of this, so many abacaries are still there. And beyond the abacari that we are talking about, you discover that by the time he opened his mouth to, uh, when he is subjected to thorough investigation, so many officers in the Nigeria police, I assure you, are going to be indicted. They are, so, they are going to die. And these are not just a, I mean, a corporals. They are going to be top police. Who are the highest yes. level. Hierarchy. That's true. Uh, unfortunate, that honestly. Very, very yeah. unfortunate. A sad commentary on the Nigerian police. Even Nigeria as a nation, because the rest of the world is listening. Exactly. Just about, I think, less than 30 minutes after that story broke, I saw it on the BBC. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a hyper-violence. Yeah, I think that's not too good for our image. <laughs> as well okay let's quickly go to the next newspaper on our menu this morning we see come back to our carry story later in the course of the discussion let's go to our sister publication the national economy and on the front page of the national economy this morning health expenditure to rise as federal government floats free healthcare services health expenditure to rise as federal government floats free healthcare services may borrow more to fund new scheme for poor Nigerians. What? Health expenditure to rise. H how much are we even talking about at the present? Uh, talk more of you know having an increased expenditure just because the federal government has mooted an idea to have a free healthcare services for Nigerians at the at the local level. You must have uh, gone through this story. What do you make of the story? 
Yeah, you see, I went through this story this morning, and I like how detailed this particular report is. And uh, my 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 submission on this is that this is a, a late hour health policy. And this policy is tied to a particular individual who now wants to get his own part of the bargain before the exit of this administration. In the last seven years, Nigeria had no opportunity for free health uh, care. But at the light, light, dying, dying time, they are coming to package this kind of people here. Like, yeah, what are we talking? Well, is it not uh, a desirable policy? It's not something we need, at least to achieve the universal health coverage. Yeah, uh, okay. How have you got the universal health coverage in the past? Good. So, so this is one step to actually you know, achieve it. Yeah, okay. Now, if you look at the budget, I think we just saw. Uh, Billion, uh, was proposed. Uh, but was I think proposed. the National Assembly have passed a little over 700 billion. 4.3% of, of the, the entire budget, right? That's a far cry. That's a far cry. We are not yet there. And uh, you discover that if it becomes active and the government is exiting, it goes with the initiator, the person behind it. So I don't, it's not something. We should celebrate about it. I don't see anything for the girls to celebrate about it. Good as it is, but it is, it is late. But if they say it's better late than, than late. never. Now, do they really have the statistics of how this thing is going to be in the stream? Because it's meant for the grass people. Yes, for what I read. Yeah, there is no data. Is there any data? That is what we're about. So by the time the implementation begins, and the resources start going down, down drain. We will not be able to track because there is no data. Yeah. It is rather too uh, unfortunate. <laughs> very, very, you know, uh, ordinarily this should be a welcome development. Yes. Health expenditure to rise as free healthcare as service. But with the salient point raised, I think uh, it called for caution. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, it's called that's for caution. It. And uh, people are not so. Uh, uh, lighten it up at the grassroots level to be able to generate a feedback that look all this is they are talking about we are not seeing anything yeah no not no, nobody cares my brother nobody cares right. <laughs> i hope somebody will care something <laughs> for our national our development we need to go on a short break when we come back we'll continue inside nigeria keeping you informed on what matters Welcome back. We're still inside Nigeria for this Tuesday morning, February 15, 2022. And of course, I still have you in the studio. I take with you Samson Osman, journalist, lawyer, and public affairs analyst. Now we'll go to the next newspaper on our menu this morning. This day newspaper. And of course, on the front page of this day, wanted super call Abakiari for others in NDLA custody over drug dealing. Wanted super cop, Abakiari, four others in NDLEA custody over drug dealing. Police say interior investigation establish strong ties between drug couriers and NDLEA officers. Want drug law agency officers to investigate indicted officers. Well, this is this on uh, this day. You can see a new dimension. Now, police are also saying, well, our officers. Uh, in a way, guilty, but also your own people 
are also are doing the same thing. But joining us now to actually shed more light on this is Mr. Suraju Onlanwaju, the Chairman Human and Environmental Development Agenda Header, and Adeju Makabu, Assistant Investigation Editor, Human Hungry Media. Good morning, Mr. Onlanwaju. All right, I can see Kabu. Good morning, Adejumo. Uh, good morning, sir. How are you today? Fine, thank you. How is uh, the morning going? Very well, sir. Very well, sir. All right, I know you've been following what we started earlier. Now, as a journalist, let me ask you, Adejumo, because you wrote something yesterday I saw very interesting. Now, talking about our public confidence in our, our policing and that what has happened yesterday about Al-Bakiari shows a gap, shows a gap. So tell me, what kind of gap are we talking about? Thank you very much, sir. Uh, once again, I'm glad to be here. Uh, interestingly, uh, it's sad that we are just in a country where uh, rule of law is not uh, respected. And the reason why I'm saying this is that uh, uh, long before now, Abakari was uh, busted for his involvement with illegal criminality with uh, the popular uh, fraudster, Oshkopi, and uh, it was pronounced suspended. And I expect that in a country where law and order is in place, by now, Abakari should not have opportunity, should not even have access to his team. Uh, but you then realize that we are in a country where we run a slow, dying, and unproductive uh, check bal uh, uh, balance check. And that is why you realize uh, many months ago, in August, I remember, it was pronounced uh, suspended. And just last week, you see Abakiari still involved in all forms of irregularities. What that tells is that uh, we're in a nation where rule of law is not respected. Now, the IGP said, oh, the set up uh, what's it called a committee to look at his irregularities and uh, if there's a committee to look at his irregularities one would expect that by now his criminal activity was made known to the public ordinarily the outcome of the committee report should be made known to the public but because we have some persons who are trying to shield all forms of irregularity abba carries case was not there you know but we are even suspicious and the the suspicion is this what if what they are even doing because this is a country where everything will uh, happen what if they are trying not to even hello extract the team what's what's what what if this is another power play that oh we don't want him extracted and because of that we need to ensure that we finish this particular matter before and, you know so a whole lot of things are wrong because i'm surprised that a man who, are, who is on suspension was still carrying out arrests a man was on suspension, still had access to his uh, team, and they still go on assignment. It's just a, a mere paper thing. In reality itself, Abakari still works as the head of the intelligence unit of the... And the question this raises is this. If a man who is supposed to take charge of uh, the security uh, intelligence of the country is a match in this country, the big question we may need to ask ourselves is this. Are we so sure that he had not even uh, in the past arrested a whole lot of people who were involved in uh, corruption. And at the end of the day, he let them go. Because let's not forget that before now, Abakari had long, uh, he has a long history 
of allegation. At some point, somebody said he collected money from. Uh, if you read our report yesterday, we highlighted a woman who told the Lagos State Judicial Panel, Ababa Kiari's team, I mean, killed his uh, husband. Till today, nobody is investigating the matter. People have come to say he has, he has a whole lot of uh, atrocities in the country. Uh, Why carrying out his activities? But nobody cares. We gave him unnecessary power because we felt like, yes, police is one of the most corrupt institutions because you have one. And let's not forget, this also tells much about our 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 the lawmakers the kind of uh, government we run if president himself could give abak carrier colleagues various could carry worthy if various organization could consider abak carrier worthy of an award does it really mean we don't really do our findings to know the kind of person we are dealing with does it really mean we don't even try to make findings on the kind of character we employ so the accountability the accountability in the police sector it shows huge gap why people cannot trust the police and why some people will consider to be upright that in the recent of it or if you check they don't really maybe they need some uh, uh, external check to know and, and that's just my take it's so sad that this is happening to one of i mean a more or less like a super cop uh turning to a super criminal and this is just growing off i'm aware that there are a lot of things that will be that will be unfolded and if you read our report that's why i said growing scandals we never said oh it's done because uh, we are aware that uh, many more may still come at the end of this all right Adejuma, that, that was a, uh, a wonderful thing and i want to agree with you that uh, i think lack of accountability actually led us to where we are today because if uh the first accusation against him by the federal bureau of investigation was handled uh properly by the nigerian authorities i mean the police uh abakari will not have gotten another you know space to commit uh, the latest uh one now kabiru you talk about you no know, president and other institutions i remember the house of representative invited him you know gave him a standing ovation and praised him so haven't realized the kind of person he is doing out advise these uh, uh personalities and public institutions to actually withdraw for the record the Lawrence and accolades are given to him. Sorry, can you can you please come again, please, sir? All, all right. I, I said you spoke about uh, the president giving him accolades and the rest of them, and I said I also remember at a point the House of Representatives invited him to a plenary and gave him a standing ovation, praising. We also got awards from other, you know, uh, quarters. Now, do now say the right thing to do. How do we advise these uh, public figures and institutions to withdraw? the accolade and laurel given to him at least for the record uh you agree that uh, there was a time that uh was the name uh, i think a journalist was uh was uh, said to have won an award so many years that's the most sincere thing to be done if we really want uh, if we really want people to trust the police that's the first way to start to say okay man I mean, if somebody that that means he does not really warrant what he, he didn't warrant what he got in the first instance. So the first step for accountability is for the withdrawal of all of those accolades, all of those awards, and telling let's know that uh, you know. And after that, we can now talk about the prosecution, appropriate prosecution. And because uh, I think another thing we need to now discuss is that there's need for us to then stop all of this uh, old uh, uh, indoor trial of uh, security personnel where they just have to conduct a uh, uh, kangaroo. Uh, this thing for them and say, oh, they are trying to. No, 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 no. I think it has gone beyond that. Let's do it in the open. Let the public know what is happening. If it needs to be arranged, let him be arranged. And uh, let people watch and as uh, things goes on, not that some people will sit down somewhere and then tell us this is the outcome of their. So the first step is to first withdraw all of those accolades and to investigate most of those matters that they are doing in the past. I think there's really need for that. 
All right, Abu, stay with me. I'll, I'll come back to you. Let me go to our, our second guest, Mr. Olari Wadjusiraju of HEDA, Human and Environmental Agenda. Good morning, sir. Thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning, my brother. How are you today? I'm fine, Mr. Olari Wadjusiraju. Thank you for joining us this morning. I don't know if you have been following our discussion before you connected with us. Let me quickly ask you the Abagari story. What do you make of the latest development? Well, uh, what is made out of this, uh, and I think it is um, a clarion call for Nigeria as a country, uh, for the government and also the leadership uh, as a people, uh, we need to hold accountable um, <clears throat> our public office holder, not just politicians. Uh, and that is important for us to also work with uh, some of the things that happened with our civil servants. Uh, and uh, what Abakiari already uh, evolved is what we all know um, about majority of the officers in the police force. Uh, it is so sad uh, that we have this one that is becoming like an international embarrassment. And it would be an opportunity for the overhaul of the whole police uh, architecture. It is not just about uh, now praising and then also or possibly condemning an individual. This is actually a major national and international embarrassment that goes beyond Apakiari, going by the profile. Uh, he had built for himself uh, as that so-called super cop, uh, number one. Number two, uh, in the state and the state of where he's even under investigation for a different crime. This is someone that has been suspended uh, from office or operation. This is uh, a unit under the police that has a completely different head, you know, uh, from Abakiari. It's obvious that the IRT is not different from a typical criminal gang, you know, uh, where the allegiance is not actually to the country because there's a whole lot of criminals around. So it's very easy for there to be conspiracy and also connivance uh, between the law enforcement officers and some of these characters. So you can imagine how the, the uh, substance and also the drug was actually switched for the dummy. And this is how innocent citizens are framed by the police officers and also charged to court. And that is responsible for what we call our current, you know, high rate of awaiting trial inmates in court, where people are just railroaded into court for uh, trial. And there are no evidence to substantiate the, uh, the offenses or the allegations against them. So this is actually not just only about Abakiari. This is about us as a people, and this is about our country. And this is about the police force. And I think that between the Minister of the Police Affairs, the President, uh, the Inspector General of Police, and also the Police Council that has all the governors uh, as members, will take advantage of this as an opportunity to actually have a retreat on the kind of police force that the country deserves uh, and the kind of police force and officers that we currently have and how to reposition them. Otherwise, it is not just about Abakiari. 
All right, Mr. Suraj, uh, Kabiru earlier talked about lack of accountability in the police. And I believe uh, what he said is not about the police also, like he said, it's about all the security agency or even the whole government uh, uh, of the Nigerian society. Now, your organization, HEDA, promotes accountability. Now, give us your take as to the investigation of KIE. Has this been handled, you know, the way it's supposed to be properly, or there are gaps? And what are the gaps? Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about the issue of accountability, I, I think that is a very serious um, issue. Unfortunately, it's never been taken serious uh, by the appropriate authority. Uh, for people to give account of their stewardship, uh, it, it has to be where you have uh, credible people uh, that will take the account, evaluate the account, and be sure that you are giving a proper account. Uh, so it is not just sufficient to say, you know, give account. People can give account of what actually never happened. Uh, people can misrepresent what happened and then also claim for it to have been the situation. And, and people can also, uh, like I said, you know, frame innocent people and give account of them as criminals, where criminals will be allowed uh, to actually run freely within the system. Uh, the investigation of... Um, uh, Apa Kiari with his involvement with some of the so-called cyber criminals. Uh, it is obviously clear that that person could not have been, you know, uh, the real super cop or the crime fighter that he was assigned to have actually also taken responsibility for. Uh, you can only roll with criminals if you're using them uh, for access to other bigger criminals or you're trying to get sufficient evidence against them uh, for the purpose of, you know, arrest and prosecution. Uh, you can be friend to uh, criminals. Uh, like it was established that, you know, Abba Kiari was even assisting uh, Osh Poppy to sew clothes. Uh, and this guy was asking also blatantly irresponsible to the point of coming in public uh, domain, uh, sharing the same clothes, uniform, and all the rest with people that are of no, not known or credible source of wealth. Uh, that will tell you. I mean, the essence of the whole thing, like we're talking about accountability, is that for you to question <clears throat> You know, where did Abba Kiari and some of his boys got the wealth that they also openly display? Abba Kiari owns a street uh, in, in his state of origin. He had houses that could equally pass for, you know, mansion in the states. And these <clears throat> are wealth that are outside his legitimate earnings. So the part of the thing uh, with accountability for public office holders and um, uh, and civil servants, and I think this is where we need to start it from. You know, seriously, uh, every public office holder. I'm not just talking about politician now. I'm talking about including civil servants that are found to be living above their legitimate earnings uh, is actually uh, suspected to have been either been a criminal or a thief. 
uh, and I'm not just talking about thieves who are, you know, uh, uh, stealing with the guns and knives. I'm also talking about thieves who are stealing with their pens, uh, like um, Fela would sing. So uh, accountability must start from our style of life. And the uh, whole investigation process that has just been mentioned uh, by um, by you, it is also very important that the Office of the Inspector General would also take responsibility for what has just happened. Uh, there should have been no way that Abakiari under investigation and suspension should still have that influence within the force, number one. It also shows that he's, um, he's been living a larger-than-life status within that IRT and the police force. Uh, and the failure of also the police force to have concluded the investigation, uh, you would understand or you remember uh, about some of the misunderstanding that has been between the police service commission and the and the police force, you know, which, which unfortunately portends an attempt by the police force to shield uh, Abakiari and why the police service commission uh, was trying to uphold, uh, you know, the integrity of, of the police force. Unfortunately, but the police of police uh, hierarchy uh, and as a force uh, doesn't seem the need for that and doesn't understand the implication of the actions and also activities of Abakiari uh, in connection with the cyber criminals uh, as an indictment of the police force we wish would would, I would have necessitated not only just investigation of Abakiari but also those who are connected with him to see some of those who have been working as fronts for him uh, and some of those who are his associates. All right, Mr. Larry, thank you for that uh, take. Now, uh, Kabiru, let me come back to Kabiru Adejuma, Assistant Investigation Editor with Juma Angu. Now, Kabiru, in this circumstance, it appears that both the police leadership and maybe some other external forces are trying to shield uh, Kiari. Probably that was why you see, he was able to have access to police uh, uh, paraphernalia to actually go and commit the latest, you know, uh, uh, alleged crime he had committed. Now, who do you think should will the big stick in the circumstance? The IG apparently is not willing to do anything serious. The police service commission appears to be incapacitated. So who do you think should will the big stick to save the situation? Hello, Kabir. Hello, sir. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I, sorry, I got the network here. I could not really get your question. Okay, I, I, I asked. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Now, in the circumstance, in the first instance, the hush puppy case, and that was why the investigation has been dragging. The police service commission appears to be incapacitated. Who do you think should wield the big stick in the circumstance to save the situation? That's just it. He's a commander in chief. He knows everything that is happening in the country. We have lawmakers. We have uh, the people who are in government. I mean, if uh, uh, the people, you know, the problem we have with the police service commission and all of these things is that many a time when they want to appoint the leadership, they have to appoint people who are, uh, you know, former, I mean, retired police officers and thereabouts. So they know their boys, and most times they don't really want to take necessary action. I think the best thing is to uh, for to hold authority to account. Who are the authority? 
the police, I mean, the, 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 the executive arm, the oversee the affair of all of these guys. So I think President Mumudu Buhari should save this country from uh, international embarrassments and then say, okay, fine. I mean, if the president should give ultimatum and say, oh, this matter is lingering and, uh, you know, the, our reputation in international world is at stake, do this, do this. I think uh, 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 that should be done. I mean, you just need a serious leader to say, okay, this is an action. I mean, not just... Uh, the 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 anti-corruption crusade uh i mean uh uh boju boju that they do to us and we beyond that there needs for somebody to stand tall and say this is what we need to do to make this country uh to put this country in place oh, I'm so small. I'm so small. how comfortable are you with the silence on the part of the presidency in the last 24 hours when this news broke up uh, no, I don't even though sorry that these are uh, reports by newspaper that it was actually the presidency that, that asked the IG to effect the arrest of Kiari. But are you comfortable with the press the silence on the part of the presidency? Given the fact that Kabib just said the president and commander in chief supposed to move in and save the situation. No. You, you see, I I want us to take cognizance of uh, uh, institutions that are involved in uh, that, that are involved in uh, coordinating their own uh, mandates. For instance, we have the N NBLE, we have the Nigeria police. If an officer of the Nigeria police is indicted in the estimation of a NBLE, the conviction should be between the NBLE and the police. But well, it appears the police is not interested in exposing its own. That's and the remember just yesterday, yeah. they also pointed a few singers yeah. at the end Yeah. You see, why are they coming with that acquisition now? Where, where, where have they been? Because that's what we are in. That's the, you see, within the police, uh, within the police structure, there are lots of things that are happening that are bringing the, the police decision to an ignoble level. Why do you have officers operating and you are not even, you don't have your only house mechanism to check their activities and their conduct? If Abakari is found working within the police and they are able to tackle it, it won't go this bad. Exactly, but they were unable to do it. They, they, were, they were unable to do it. He had the temerity to go outside the institution, to go to another service, to commit similar things. Exactly. So when another institution now indicted their own member, they are now firing back that they could investigate all these who are well happy. How do they know that the NBL officers were elected? Anyway, you come back to my question. That's why I said, since it's in the police, yeah. it's unable to rein in PR. Who should save the situation? Yeah. <laughs> so, and again, the, the, the presidency prevailing on the ID to release our carry, the that communication is not even supposed to the first place. The police on their own were supposed to hand over our carry immediately, the NBL communicated to them. Okay. Look, look, you are identified by the NDLA. We are handing you over to them. Go and face the investigation. So that whatever the NDLA concludes and they revert back to the police, the police will refer that to Nigerian to Police Service Commission. Well, the Police Service Commission has the administrative mechanism to, to fire higher. <laughs> okay. Have you forgotten that? Exactly. And they are actually empowered by the Constitution. By the Constitution that. to do that. Exactly. And let me go back to Mr. Suraj. Mr. Suraj, you had my question, so let me have your take. Who should save the situation? Because it appears the police IG is, is, is interested, the police service commission is uh, incapacitated. And I agree with Abu Radejuma, who said the president, who is the commander in chief, should move in 
and save the country from embarrassment. So let me have your take on that. Uh, you know, I, I have mentioned um, that, that earlier, and I've said I lifted them. Um, there's the police, Minister of Police Affairs. There is the Inspector General of Police. There is the Police Service Commission. And then there's a police council. Uh, that is also now with the president. All of them are actually indicted in this case. All of them are on the spots now. All of them are on the hot seats. So let's not just talk about Abakiari. All these that I've listed have responsibility over the police as a force, the administration of the police, the sanction of the police officers that are found in this case, and also the appointment of the leadership of the police. So if you have this rot, every of those individuals, authorities, ministries, and agencies are under very serious indictment of failure in their fiduciary duty. And it is not just sentimental. These are statutory and constitutional duties that they are failing in, in their responsibility. So, so they are all on the spot. Uh, they are responsible for saving the situation. Uh, and they stand indicted if the police force can produce such a brazen character who even while under investigation uh, for such an atrocious act of money exchange uh, with the last person is now undermining you know, uh, other agencies. It, it tells you how far uh, this guy has gone in the entrenched, you know, underground criminals that are disguising in the law enforcement agencies. So it's gone beyond the police. Uh, it is really totally compromised in the police force. So it's gone even to the NDLA. So it means it can also, also go as far as to the presidency uh, if there are cases or issues to do that. So all of those that I've just listed must show now and not later to any time, now and immediately now, must show that they have justification for remaining in office. The police council, including the governors, must also show that they are worthy of uh, their offices. Uh, the police service um, commission must also rise above sentiment or even uh, the blackmail or whatever it is that has been impeding them from standing up to deal with this case and several other cases that are involving senior police officers with immediate effect. The inspector general must also come out clean to show that it's not in any way culpable in what is happening before because the, only, the next thing you are likely to start also having and possibly will be investigated would be the involvement of the inspector general in some of the atrocities that are committed by also Abakiari. And it is not going to be sufficient to just sacrifice Abakiari. It has to be a systemic issue. It has to be an institutional reform uh, for that. And the police, um, Minister of Police Affairs uh, must also show that there is a justification for, for the creation of that ministry. Otherwise, then the ministry should just be, be scrapped. I can't point out as a particular uh, effect of the Ministry of Police Affairs up until now, because nothing has changed in, in terms of 
you know, uh, the affairs and administration of the police, other than we have a minister who is also paid a salary and is a cabinet member. And that is not a justification uh, for the creation of that ministry or even the retainership of that ministry. I think I also uh, agree with that uh, last point you just made, that there may not be need for the Ministry of Police Affairs, giving Police Service Commission, Police Council, all of them uh, in place. Many thanks to you, Mr. Suraj Olariwaju, Chairman, Environmental and Human Development Agenda. Heather. Thank you for creating time to join us this morning. Thank you for having me. And of course, Adeju Makadu, Assistant Investigation Editor, Human Angle Media. Thank you for joining us this morning on Inside Nigeria. Thank you, my brother. We hope to see you some other day. And to you, our studio guest uh, analyst, many thanks to you for joining us. Thank you very much. And we also hope to see you when you meet Paris. And that has been all today on Inside Nigeria. My name remains for the Bradley Make a with us tomorrow for the midweek edition of Inside Nigeria. From here, it's bye for now. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.